Welcome to the Engage East Noble podcast. The intent here is to bring relevant news, information, and commentary regarding East Noble schools in Northeast Indiana. My name is John Clausen. This is an introductory episode, and if I were being honest, I'd have to say that I'm not even sure how many episodes there will be, or how often they'll be released. But I do know that I care a lot about the students in our area, and if people find these podcasts the least bit insightful in some way, then maybe it will continue. I often say that one small encouragement can provide enough fuel for 100,000 miles. Let's just see where it leads. So what is it that we might attempt to do here on this podcast? Here's how I see it for now. The focus will be on leadership and education, such as the school board, superintendent, school policies, Indiana law, and legislation. We'll be at the local level primarily, but enhance the conversation with the state and national insights. So what's our purpose? Well, we want to defend our children against indoctrination, sexualization, gender ideology, identity politics, and protect girls' competition in private spaces. Overall, we should desire for our schools to return to a focus on education. Here are some goals. Hold our school officials accountable for what is taught and the outcomes. Improve school policies in Indiana law. Wake up parents and the community to the dangers and risks facing their students and future community members. Address the root causes for the lack of trust in our schools and our leaders. Begin to address gaps in knowledge and communication within the community. And finally, encourage parents and the community to engage. Regarding our approach, social media posts by themselves tend to be one-dimensional and perhaps a more conversational approach can increase effectiveness. I think it's best to keep it short, say 15 to 20 minutes, so it can fit into the busy lives of parents on a drive. We can have guests on to gain some additional insights and bring relevant supportive content to break the monotony of hearing my voice and at the same time offering support for what we're saying here. But I think it's important that you know me. I don't have any hidden agendas. What you see is what you get. Here's what I believe. It is the role of parents to raise their children and convey their values and principles. The school is not to evolve into the student's one place to go for health and well-being, such that the role of the family is diminished or eliminated. The bar for K-12 education should be based upon what is good, truthful, beneficial, and necessary. Setting the bar based on avoiding legal trouble is a very low bar and doesn't show proper leadership. Christian values have every right to be included in the public discourse, and Christians should not hesitate to include the faith in their dialogue. To deny Christ's dominion over such areas is itself a statement of personal faith. My sin is no less offensive than the sins of others, but the fundamental difference is repentance and the faith in Jesus Christ to forgive them. Taking pride in sin is antithetical to repentance. The concept of separation of church and state is merely a distraction. The real need is separation of dogma and state. Dogma being a principle or set of principles laid down by an authority as incontrovertible truth. Teaching an ideology, but not allowing another to get reasonable consideration is unacceptable and wrong. Much of what is taught in science classes today is indeed dogma. It cannot even withstand the light of honest scientific rigor and discourse. In other words, science disproves much of what is taught in school science curriculum. 
Next, the content of character is what is important, not our identity, not our perception of self-worth, not our gender, not skin color, and certainly not the acceptance of others. Finally, the real problem in society is not the government. It's not the media. It's you and it's me. It is we who are allowing evil to prosper because we are doing so little to engage and demand better. I think it's also important to point out what I don't believe in. I don't believe that books should be banned or censored. I don't think that public schools should be turned into Christian schools. I don't think that kids should be forced to be Christians as if that were even possible. And I don't think that every school official is woke, so they all don't deserve to be treated as if they are. So where do you and I fit in? Well, we must engage our friends and neighbors and fellow pew sitters. We cannot do so passively on social media. We must stop talking past each other, but we also must be graceful towards each other. We all have imperfections and different life experiences. While we're taking a moment to talk about what we can do, let's talk about how we can be more effective. We have some challenges in front of us. Think for a moment of the power of putting aside petty differences and working together towards a common goal. Consider that so many people feel like they're on an island having to figure it out all on their own. Realize that so many of us have so little time to give. And take note that there are precious few local resources. Well, what if we organized? What if we took inventory of each other's strengths and connections, and we each took on a task or focus area and then shared back with the group? For example, somebody could help build a central list or an outline of what laws and approaches protect girls in sports and safe places. Or somebody could focus on governing unhealthy books or help locate more unhealthy books or write a how-to for a parent to review what is available online from the school library. Somebody could hold teachers accountable by being eyes and ears and reporting back what is seen and heard or brought home. How about speaking at a school board meeting or helping someone with a speech? How about researching how the Indiana School Board Association coaches and influences local school boards? Could you observe by watching media for content from the school officials and educators? And when it comes time for elections, we need everybody. We need to organize, we need to canvas, and we need to call. Look, you are needed in this fight. The next generation depends on us. Regardless of your personal situation, even if you have no students currently in the school, the health of this community depends on education. None of us will escape the consequences of a poorly or wrongly educated community. The time to act is now. Look, it truly seems to be only a matter of time before our girls are no longer safe in their private spaces and no longer able to compete fairly. We all need to be preparing for the day that the ACLU makes it possible for our own school board members to act powerless and allow boys and girls facilities and sports. Do we really require any more motivation than this? The following is an example of what could happen here in Indiana or at East Noble if we don't stay vigilant. Well, joining us now is Tony Perkins with the Family Research Council. Tony, welcome back to Faith Nation. You wrote an article about this called A School Horror Story That Did Not Fit the Narrative. Tony, can you explain what you meant by that? Certainly. Uh, first off, Loudoun County is Exhibit A in what is wrong with our public schools where you know, the welfare, the safety of children 
being pushed to the back of the bus. So wokeism, this liberal ideology, and this uh, this radical sexual policy can be pushed onto our schools. What we had here is that uh, Scott's daughter was sexually assaulted in a bathroom based upon the school's bathroom policy. It was a male wearing a dress. Uh, he obviously was upset about that. He was uh, at a school board meeting in, uh, in June, and this assault took place in May. The superintendent denied, when the bathroom policy was being considered, that no assaults had occurred. And of course, uh, Scott was upset about this, wanted to speak out. That's when he was arrested. But John, what's so outrageous about this is that the National uh, school, uh, uh, school Boards Association that wrote the letter uh, just a week and a half ago to President Biden asking the Department of Justice to get involved in these school board meetings cited that case as their evidence that, quote unquote, domestic terrorism is taking place in these school board meetings. According to school policy, Tony, Loudoun County students are allowed to use their chosen name and gender to determine which bathroom they'll use. Some parents say that's what led to these allegations of sexual abuse. What do you say to that? Well, I, clearly the policies that they're adopting on this, I mean, look, this is insanity that we're allowing boys that have all of their parts as boys to go in girls' restrooms that's what leads to assault. I mean, it doesn't take, you don't have to be a brain surgeon to figure this one out. This is surrendering what is common sense to allow the left to push this agenda that sexualizes, sexualizes our children and jeopardizes their well-being and their safety, all to appease the left. The superintendent, the, the documents that have been released so far make it very clear the school was aware of this assault, but yet denied it in this school board meeting. Uh, mm. Something needs to happen here. Tony, along those lines, parents are calling for the superintendent to resign, claiming that the district covered up the allegations of sexual assault. There, there are two alleged cases. And given what happened to the father, Scott Smith, do you see that potentially happening? Well, the school board released a statement just uh, a little bit ago saying they were unaware of this. Uh, but certainly they should take action on the superintendent if they were not aware of this. But keep this in mind. This is just, as I said, Exhibit A. This is not the only place this is occurring. This is occurring all across America in public schools that have these ludicrous policies, asinine policies, that deny reality in order to appease the left. It's time that parents continue, despite what the, the, the Biden administration might suggest, that they're equivalent to domestic terrorists by signing on to the National School Board Association's uh, letter. But what they need to do is continue to show up and demand, demand that these schools protect their children. Well, this example is from Loudoun County, Virginia. There are a couple of things to consider from it. Have you heard of any rumors in your school about unacceptable relationships? Do you feel that your school board is any less susceptible to avoid public disclosure? Do we have examples from where our East Noble School Board has been less than completely transparent on other issues? Well, as of this recording, they won't even share proposed policies with the public or let us know who served on a committee who decided that it was good an acceptable use in the curriculum to keep a filthy book.
Are you a domestic terrorist for just wanting to protect your daughter? So to wrap up, I want to say this. I don't know if I'm good enough for anyone to care to listen. Fortunately for me, I have God who has operated on my heart, especially in the last few years. He did so through my church and my pastor who repeatedly emphasized that my identity and value is not based upon what people think of me, nor on earning forgiveness for my God, nor based upon trying harder not to sin. Embracing this is a daily challenge, but there is an incredible freedom in it. I hope that you too can find that freedom and peace because today's world emphasizes the wrong identity, and that is the root cause of so many of our challenges locally, nationally, and personally. Many times I get passionate about something, and that passion and motivation is high for a time. While I intend to invest in this right now, the real reason to keep going will be you and the students. I would ask for your graceful feedback on what can be done to make this more effective for you and the community. I hope that you will join our community for further dialogue on our Facebook group, Engage East Noble Public. Thank you for your time today, and I hope you will listen again soon. Mm -hmm.